You want to make mom smile this Mother's Day? You can start Mother's Day with flowers or surprise her with gifts from the brands she loves delivered the very same day with DoorDash. Wow, that's a great idea. Moms are such a gift to us and we should treat them the same way with gifts, especially on Mother's Day. I didn't know DoorDash was doing that. That's exceptional. If your mom has a sweet tooth or if she's a tech enthusiast, beauty connoisseur, if she's outdoorsy, no matter what she's into, you can make her smile with a fruit or flower bouquet, makeup, tech gear, workout wear, and more, all deliverable through DoorDash. Get all your Mother's Day gifts all in one place and get 50% off your next order up to $15 when you spend $15 or more on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now with code THEO. That's T-H-E-O. Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. Today's guest is a young man who uh, is a co-creator of The Dave Chappelle Show. He has a Netflix special called Three Mics and another half-hour special on Netflix on Comedians of the World. He also has a podcast called How Neil Feels. And we're going to get into all of it today. Um, He's a friend of mine from the comedy store as well. Uh, Give it up for the hilarious... Mr. Neil Brennan. I should come on stage now. Really? Yeah, because, well, I just put it in my mouth. People do get mad. People, I remember when I first started podcasting, people would t- say, hey, man, can you, your breathing pattern, I remember. <laughs> yeah, I remember people thinking. needed, they wanted a real specific way. Like, nah, man, this is not going to work for me. If you're yeah, going to breathe like, like this. Yeah, the iambic pentameter of no. your breath is really, can you breathe with a little more treble, some guy wrote. <laughs> like, yeah, this is not going to, I've been listening to your breathing and, I'm, and yeah. I refuse. I yeah. can't. I can't go on like this. If you're going to breathe. <laughs> yeah, people get real. They just needed a Breathe one more time like yeah. that in cats. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck this guy. <laughs> Fucking change the station. But then I get worried that some kid is getting abused or beaten afterwards because of like some Because of something you did? Well, some dad can't stand the breathing pattern. It sends him into a loop, you know? <laughs> That's where yeah. some of my fears go. Yeah, sure. You don't do but. the headphones? Oh, yeah. I do them sometimes. Sometimes. Well, I mean, you. we don't have to. I'm happy to turn them off. I don't know. Okay, well, so, so so feel this vibe with the headphones and then see how you feel with it off. Sometimes for me, it's just like a feeling kind of thing. Oh, I like it better because... Cool. Because... Um, Locks you in? Just sonically, it's more pleasing. That <laughs> I is like true. the sonics. It's I, just better. Like, there you are. Yeah, I feel like I'm in a Tesla a little now. Yep. Yeah. This That's where I, that's where I like to You be, got right? the Tesla, man. I did. Uh, I wanted to get the cheap one, but they didn't have any. And I got the... So I... I lease the expensive one. And what is the price on that? I've seen you in it, man. You, when, and when you guys show up in the Teslas at first, I'm like, oh, fuck, these guys are, you know, fuck these Jetsons, you know? Right. Um, but now I'm starting, I'm honestly starting to get a little bit curious. I like gasoline. I like the chance to fuck. You think you'd, have you been in Joe's? No. Dude, they are so fast. It's, it made me laugh out loud. And I don't care about speed. I don't care about, I just don't, but I, Got in the car, I test drove it, and I laughed out loud. 
And I was like, all right, I have to get this because I nothing makes me laugh. Wow. <laughs> like, well, I got it because it made me laugh. But you, if, you, if you ride in it once, you'll be like, okay, I'll get one of these. And what is it? Does it feel like, does it feel like you're on a conveyor belt? That's what I imagined it would be like. No, it just feels like you're in... Like FedEx like or something? Space. Does it feel like you're being FedEx somewhere? I can't. It's so fat. You know when you're like on a roller coaster and it first starts? Yeah. It's like that. Whenever you want it to be. Okay. So the fun thing is if you cut people off, but you know, just in traffic and not like your intention, but you just cut them off and then you hit the gas, it's like... Oh, sorry. I'm not going to be a problem. Like right. you thought you were mad, and before they even get mad, you're gone. That oh. I love. Wow. So people don't even have time to get mad. No, they. You don't even get people can't even get mad. That's what's that's what's most gratifying for me. <laughs> and in some rural areas, I bet you cut somebody off in a Tesla. They're just taking pictures. They're like, oh, yeah, shit. man. They're just fucking. Excited. What was that? that yeah. Batman? What the fuck? Hello, police. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I got to report something. I don't even know what the fuck it was, but I'm reporting it. You guys should know about this thing. I think it's uh, an undercover cop. <laughs> There's something. The fucking future man's here. So now what else is possible in there? Like, do they, how accurate is the real, you can drive home without having to touch the steering wheel? How? Okay. On the freeway, you can hit the thing. It will stay in the lane mm -hmm. and it will not, it'll keep uh, whatever number of cars you tell. Uh, behind, like if it's stay one car's distance, that's what it'll get to with whoever's in front of you. Or if there's no one in front of you, you set a limit, 85, 90, wow. 70. Because uh, that's can... great. But the problem is you can re you have to like check in every 40 seconds. Okay. You have to like jiggle the steering wheel every 40 seconds. So or what not... happens? It shuts down? Yeah, it'll beep and then it'll go your, it, what's funny is it kicks you off autopilot like mm -hmm. no you're you've lost your privileges and what you just wake up back at home <laughs> no then you have to drive you for that drive you can no longer do autopilot like no you can't oh, handle wow. it wow so you're fucking kicked no. off autopilot yeah so and then so then you have to if you want autopilot like it's happened to me where i got kicked off autopilot yeah so then i had to stop go to the store and like start over again. And ask for it back. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, baby, I know I fucked up. <laughs> but if you could see to it to where I could do the autopilot, uh, yeah, you have to start over. Baby, I'm big and baby, <laughs> yeah. I'm big and yeah. big and baby. <laughs> Who was that? Remember that song? Yeah, yeah, I don't That's like, it feels like light skin arm big. <laughs> yeah, it is, dude. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Wow. Because so. yeah, I think about it. Because I, because uh, you in a regular car, man. Like I got a Jeep Grand Cherokee. You can just doze off for a second, but you have to wake back up. You yeah. Know? Yeah. This and they won't kick you off. You can repeatedly do that. Oh, you can do that shit all the way to San Diego, <laughs> bro. If you're driving in the middle of the night, dude. Yep. Bro, yeah. I'll, I'll fucking take about twenty seconds. I'll set my timer on my phone for about twenty seconds yep. and totally shut down. Yeah. Sure. Of course. And it's totally safe. Yeah, I mean, it's you have to get up at the. You can't hit snooze. You hit fucking snooze twice. Dude. Yeah, you're, you're gonna done. fucking. You're, yeah. yeah, you're going to. The you're gonna wake up in a Seven Eleven, man. This shit gets real risky out there. Um, wow. So you're in now. Did you? Does it make you feel less like a man, like less manly, to not have gas? Yeah. No, because if you if you hit the gas once, yeah. If you hit the acceleration once, you've never felt like more of a man in your life. No way. I'm. Joe Rogan has one. The I know, and at first he's when the he biggest pulled... man any of us have ever met. That's true. That's true. He's yeah. the greatest man, yeah. top to bottom. 
values-wise, physicality, ideology, fucking this guy does UFC. He fucks with aliens. DMT. He DMT. does all the acronyms. <laughs> HIV. He no. does it all. No. He does all the acronyms, mm-hmm. man. He does it all. ELK. ELK. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking, he does them all. So, so uh, yeah, that's funny. Uh, so, he does all of them. So, he, and he's got one. So, if it's good enough for Joe, I don't see. But when you go back in a regular car, does it feel like you're going back in the past? It feels like a failure. Oh, damn. It really feels like you failed. Like, man, this is fucking bullshit. And honestly, I can't. I mean, backing up doesn't feel right. It just none of it works. Once you've once you've gone to a Tesla, it's like going to a flip phone. Dude, it reminds me. That's what I'm saying. It reminds me for for I was like a, probably about a three year holdout on uh, cell phone. I was like, oh, this shit ain't taking. Really? Uh, yeah. You didn't. You was like, this is not going to happen. I was like, this is insane. Yeah. What do you? Why doing? you didn't like that you were always available? I think I'm a traditionalist. You're an analog guy. Yeah, I am. I think my brain runs a little bit more analog, and I'm just a little bit more, I need that. I just, yeah, I just wasn't ready for it. I said, man, this shit is insane, you know? Nobody's going to believe it. Say if you tell somebody something into a phone and they hear it, but is it as true as if you tell somebody something in person? Yeah. I had thoughts like that. Like, is there the same value on the, on the, whatever, the voice or whatever? Like, does it mean anything? I think you're kidding a little bit, and I also think you're not kidding at all. Yeah. Like, I think there's, you know, there's a thing called epigenetics, which is uh, uh, parents' DNA Mm -hmm. is in you. I believe that. Like, it's basically like your parents can experience something, and then you have the the trauma, right? Mm -hmm. But you got some 1800 shit in you. Yeah, I believe that. When was your father born? No, 1910. God damn, that's insane. So yeah, I think my grandfather was born in 1880, so I believe I do have some of that. Yeah, I probably have some fucking. Yeah, I mean, my dad had a horse. His, you know, his neighbor had a horse. I remember, and they had a horse for a little while that they let him watch it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I thought the value. No, I remember thinking the value of communication is going to really. It does. It just degrade. Yeah, got degraded. And yeah. you, I mean, you were right. You're right. It's too much. Yeah, it's but, too much. But when we, I got one, I remember thinking, holy shit, dude. There's nothing I can't do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will write do my, anything. <laughs> they write your own ticket, yeah, man. Yeah. Fucking, oh, it's, it's the like, world Jesus. is yours. Yeah, yeah, that's what it felt like. Yeah, you're, and you're also, that's also true. Yeah. Like, it's fucking, it's a big deal. It's first cell phone's a big deal. They just re-released the Razor phone. Yeah, I saw that. And it was like, I thought about that time and 99, 1998, 99, having a cell phone. It was a thing. Was yours a Razor? What'd you have? I, had, I think I had a Razor at one point. I had the Black Razor. Did you have that T-Mobile sidekick ever? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Not long, though, because they didn't really... They came and then they would, then they went away. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a big, yeah, getting emails on a phone was crazy. That was the sidekick yes. was the first one. The sidekick, you'd flip up. And it made you seem cool. So you, people heard that noise. Like, yeah. What is that like, guy? What the fuck? Yeah. People dropping drinks and shit as you <laughs> slow motion. Uh, so, yeah. so yeah, it was a big deal. But you are an analog guy. Yeah. Do you feel like that is your problem i know that's like a a big but you feel like you're you are uncomfortable 
in a lot of like you seem at ill you seem at ease and then at the same time you feel like you don't understand what's going on some i just thought of this recently man i sometimes i have a i'm upset that time moves so fast it's like i just i just feel like i can't ever win i just can't ever really get a grasp of what's going on and it keeps happening you know and it really does i think sometimes frustrate me a little bit what is the what what do you want to get a grasp on I think just to feel like I'm kind of in control that everything that I'm going to be able to control, like, I guess that I'm in control, you know, that I'm okay. Uh, you know, okay. I got the hang of what's going on now. Yeah. Without things ne- changing so much. And is that within relationships or that's within everything? I think that's just within existence really. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I just, uh, I was just thinking about that the other day. I just sometimes feel, uh, you know, not like it's a bad thing, but like I just realized, oh, wow, I have this this irrational idea that like almost a resentment against time because yep. I can't get a con- I can't it won't let me grasp everything at once. You know, it won't let me you can't organize everything as well as you need to because it just keeps happening. And it keeps going. And and also then I think because I'm probably lazy sometimes. And so it's like, damn, give me a chance. I don't bro. think you're lazy. Time feels- I don't I don't know your schedule, but you seem pretty active. Yeah. Am I wrong? Uh I think I I think I procrastinate. I think sometimes, you know what I thought the other day, man? I put I set this weird bar in my mind that everything needs to be perfect or I everything needs to be perfect. But then I also know this thing about myself that I procrastinate sometimes. And so I will set both. It's like I will set the bar high. Oh, yeah. You know, that that's one of the reasons people procrastinate is fear of perfection. Hmm. Or not fear of perfection. They're perfectionists. So you're like, well, I can't start now because I'll get to uh, – it's not right yet. Like I don't have it set up. Oh, um, yeah. You're going to fail. You're going to fail. A lot of procrastination is just fear of failure. Yeah. Is, is feeling like you can't – so, and then you'll start when you go, well, if I don't, I'm fucked if I don't start now. Mm. So that's the only, like the fear of of being fucked is greater than the uh, fear of being imperfect. Mm. And then it, once you get to that point and you go, okay, then I'll start. Or like you have to start. Yeah, I'm that last minute starter a lot of yeah. times. But things are working out for you, man. Yeah, things are going okay, man. It's crazy. This year I got in so much fear, man. I just got... You know, it's just, and I, I'm not, tr- not trying to sound like ungrateful or uh, just, yeah, this year was just fucking crazy, bro. It was, cra- it was just a crazy year. It was busy and it was hard and it was. What did you find hard about it? Because I think people from the outside in, people would assume it was, it's been great for you. It's, people would think it's probably the best year of your life. Right. Yeah. And, and I think I just couldn't feel it. I just couldn't. I just think I just got real scared, man. I got real scared, bro. But what, what up? Just like of that things were gonna, I think for one of not maybe knowing who I was as things got more successful, you know, like I'd always been this, like I'd always felt like I didn't have a chance a little bit Mm -hmm. and I'd always really like, um, that had always been something that really like carried me. Oh yeah. You were like an underdog. Yeah. Like like an underdog. Like underdog who wouldn't get, you were getting fucked and you were there not helping me and these motherfuckers and yeah. And then you, and you're like, oh wait, they. You're not. I mean, you are still, but it, that's part of your appeal. Yeah, and I just didn't know. Yeah, yeah. I just, but then I felt like I didn't know how to be. I, I don't know. I felt like I didn't know how to be successful, and then I got scared. I started to get real scared 
uh, and I got real like controlling even this year, like everything just, I wanted everything to be, I needed help and I was afraid to ask for help. And so then everything felt like it was on me. And, what did you uh, need help with? Just with, the, just with like touring and doing that kind of stuff and being willing to like just trust that other people know what's good. And I don't know. I think I just had like a lot of just like, I mean, for me, a lot of it goes back to like my alcoholism stuff. It's just a lot of that stuff just flared up, like just fear just came up everywhere. Yeah. It just came up everywhere, man. I was just, I don't know, man. I just got kind of scared. And it's not like a self-pity thing. I'm, I'm not feeling sorry for myself. Like, and also I couldn't feel gratitude. I really needed to feel grateful. And I was, and I felt so grateful for for the past couple of years, man. And then I, I just, I just had a tough time, man. And I just got real scared. Honestly, bro. I got real, what were you, what were you, you were afraid that it was all going to go away or something? Yeah. I was afraid that I was just going to mess it up. Yeah. You know, I was afraid that, uh, you know, that I was a phony. I was afraid that I was like a liar. Just, I was afraid that I was no good. Just a lot of just self-worth just didn't, it just was hard, you know, not in a bad way. I think the only thing that you would fuck up is if you weren't yourself. Yeah. I think that's the only, that's the only, people like you because you are, you're unique. Like just watching, you've known you probably eight years or something, but yeah. just watching you, uh, it's been cool watching you go from, I got to say your haircut from the outside in was a turning point seemingly yeah because you you were just like trying to be kind of like la or appealing or something or something i don't know what you were trying to be just like a like just more like everybody else yeah and then you got then you started doing this with your hair and it felt like everything fell into place yeah like I oh, felt more it, like myself. Yeah, like if you felt like more like yourself, and you, you like you started being more yourself on stage. Yeah, and being weirder on stage, and being more regional or southern than you'd been before. Yeah, and 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 then and then you started podcast. It just felt like all these things started happening in sequence. And from the outside in, and uh, just a guy who sees you at night, it seemed like once you had that hair. It was like it was empowering. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, it felt very empowering, man. I think all my life too, I've had a big nose, so I've always been scared to have like like real short hair because there's less things to hide behind. You know, you're, here's the thing about you that I've always said about you that you you're good looking and you don't think you are. Yeah, you are good looking. Like I bet if they asked most, I bet most women would say you're like an eight. Yeah, I say that if I brush my teeth, I am an eight. But I believe everybody's an eight if they take care, if they clean up and they take care of themselves. I believe that. Okay. I don't agree. Okay. <laughs> I, I respectfully disagree with that. Um, but you're you're definitely an eight because you're like kind of tang. You got olive skin. You got night. You know, like you're symmetrical. Uh, the big nose thing I don't think is true. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. I have a big nose, but like mine's bigger. Yours meatier. Oh, I'd love mine. that lean. Yeah, I got that mine's medium nose. lean. I got that oh, Pippin I, nose, man. Dude, I love that fucking lean. Yeah, you got that Pippin. Yeah, that Scotty Pippin. <laughs> <Dude, yeah. laughs> um, you got like meat. So yeah, um, that thing is fucking like a thought, bro. I feel like it should be in a thong sometimes, <laughs> bro. I got that <laughs> you got that donk on your yeah. face, man. <laughs> so anyway growing my hair longer once i was like yeah and i think for years i tried to audition in hollywood and been like i just 
I hated it. I fucking hated going to auditions. Yeah. I absolutely hated it. I felt uncomfortable. I just was scared. I, yeah, I just didn't I didn't like it. And I didn't want to admit that I didn't like it. I was afraid to say, you know what? Yeah. I don't like this. I felt like yeah. I had to do it. And then, yeah, once I just kind of, I was like, oh, I never, I saw some pictures of myself. I said, I'm never going to have real long hair. You know, I had it when I was really young. Right. But I'm never going to have it again unless I grow it now. And then once I grew my hair out, man, I started to feel like a fucking young, like just like a king, bro. Just like somebody who had a fucking, it's like having a dick on the back of your head, bro. Yeah. It feels empowering, dude. It's what it, it looks like that. Because it's like, hey, you know what? I'm going to look how I look. It, this, and you that's can deal with it if you have an issue. This looks the way you probably feel. It looks like your character. Yeah. It looks like what I would assume your character. And it also looks like your, it looks like your character, like your, uh, your values and all that shit. But it also looks like the, not like Theo Vaughn's character, but like the thing that's funny about you is also that. Yeah. It's the guy that wants to, an adult that wants his hair like this in 2019. It's beautiful, yeah. Is who <laughs> you are. And that's like, it fucking, I don't, I, from, I'm glad that I was right about it because I was like, it seems like once he grew his hair like this, everything changed. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I got scared to like say that I wasn't feel, it was hard for me to tell how I was feeling and mm -hmm. And then I, I was like, nobody wants to hear somebody who's doing well. Complain. Nobody wants to hear them complain. Yeah. And so that kind of got tough for me to, like even on just the regular episodes of this podcast, uh, just by myself to talk about things because I just felt like, man, I just, I don't want to be, I don't want to have self-pity, but I don't know what's going on right now. I'm just, mm -hmm. you know, I'm just, I was just, I was just scared. You know, I was just scared really when I think about it. Um and how did it resolve or did it? It's, it's just kind of resolving. I'm just like trying to get more like in a 12 step right now and just really focusing on that. And like, um, were you not doing that? I was, but in my, in my, that my program had gotten real small whenever I was just working all the time. Yeah. You know, my life got big and my program got small. Yeah. And I think I was angry at being at some success because I thought I would feel better. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's the other thing. When I got there. You think like, well, that if putting, uh, conditions on your happiness yeah going well i'm not happy now i'm not even gonna allow myself to be happy now because i don't deserve it yeah and then you good shit happens and and you're like fuck this didn't work either like yeah. what's gonna work the fuck is gonna work and what i i will say that uh it is gratifying to be the times i've had like you know weeks or months of like attention is gratifying it feels good yeah you know what i mean it feels gratifying to it feels shallow to admit it but it feels good when people yeah like that you. feels good our ego feels good we yeah. feel good it's yeah. nice whenever people acknowledge you yeah um and but at the same time it it's shitty that you that you that we live i feel like it's partially like american to only be happy if you accomplish x yeah and and i've been trying to do a thing and it's varying degrees of success but where i'm like no just give yourself that esteem for not for not for nothing just for why put it on some why leave it up to a situation or the way yeah, to make you feel good about yourself to make yeah. me feel good it's like i can just feel good because life is short, 
Right. And, and like, I, you know, it's like I used to beat myself up for not being as funny as blank. And it's like, all right, maybe I'm never going to be as funny as fucking Bill Burr or, or Chris or Dave or one of It's like, what? So I'm supposed to fucking sulk my whole life? Like, yeah. no, I want to fucking have a fun time with my skill level and your funny is totally different too of course yeah of course or like i have different talents or right whatever. but we don't recognize those things we just yeah we set these things and it's like uh yeah and it's yeah we just set these comparisons and, and it's good for business it is good for american business when everyone feels insecure then everybody feels like they got to work harder and rise and grind and all that right shit. definitely <laughs> but uh, yeah. but if you just get to the point of like, no, I, I'm, I want to have a fun, I want to feel good. Yeah. Like I meditate and then the last two minutes I just go like, just feel good in your body for no reason. Yeah. Just, just feel good. Your job on, in, on earth is to feel good. That's my job to make myself, to have as much serotonin flowing through my body as I possibly that tone and jockey boy. Yeah. Like, and, and without, without drugs or drink, whatever, Mm -hmm. just getting things going, feeling that is the, that to me is the mark of a life well lived. Yeah. How good did I feel minute to minute? Amen, bro. Honestly. No, I feel you a hundred percent. Like, yeah. Like I, and without drinking or drugs or whatever, like how did I fucking have fun? Did I have fun? That's all I think about now when people die. Did he have fun? Did yeah. she have a good time? Not did was she upstanding? Did he yeah. fucking enjoy yeah. himself? Did he wear the mink ever? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like did he, he wore it twice? Yes. Yeah. Was he a member? Was he a respected member of society? <laughs> no, fuck it. Did you enjoy? Did you like it? Yeah. That's the thing is when that haircut is you are fucking liking it. Yeah, that's this, the thing. You fucking my values, my uh, my barometer is I don't care about anybody else's mine. What do I, you know what I also been doing? Closing my ears like literally like we're like a little kid where you like close your ears and it's like acoustic thing and just going, what do I like? Yes. What do I like? Yeah. And then you go, I like ice cream. Or it'll the most basic shit comes up. I like ice cream. I like jerking off. I like whatever you like yeah, will yeah. come up and that just double. do that. Yeah. Just do that. That's that's what will just do that as much as you can without fucking up your life. Yeah. And that's the hard it's the hardest thing to remember. It's the hardest thing to remember. Like, fuck everyone else's values. What do you like? And if it's like if you're if you're victimizing people, you're doing it wrong. Right, right. Like not, without you know without being abusing yourself or abusing you know relationships or whatever. But just what do you like? That's the lowest. That's just between you and you. Yeah. Do that as much as you can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having that personal relationship with yourself and just yeah, that's huge. It's yeah, we lose. Yeah, some of that's gotten lost. I think in these definitely an American thing. Like. It's such, it's such a blessing to be able to live here and stuff. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the, we start to see like the devalue, the devaluization, I think, of being a human. Once you like at a certain level of like comfort and stuff, we, you really fall out of like whatever tribal or whatever like, yeah. instinctual, whatever confidence stuff is inside of you. you That's know? the nice thing about 12 step programs. Yeah. Is you're in a tribe. 
your that's pr- probably True. what you like about it. Oh yeah, man! I just saw a guy at the gym this morning. Uh, last night I'm somewhere and I see. Yeah, I went to a meeting last night, and, and it is, man. It's one of the things that I didn't have here in LA. Yeah, is like sitting, uh, just sitting across from somebody and talking about. We could talk about how we feel. Like we can have conversations like this a lot of times where it's a little bit more like, you know, because. Yeah, just like about what's going on. Or and I need help. Like, hey, I need help. I, I yeah. have to talk. I have to call someone today and tell them not good news and that kind of or something. I have to make a call, and that stuff always scares me. So it's like now I can ask somebody who's done it before or who's older than me who has a business or something. How do I do this? You know, and they'll tell me, and they're like, "It's going to be okay." You don't don't let it spin in your head where you're up yeah. half the night. And you've had nine conversations with the guy. Yeah. Now I don't have to do that. That shit doesn't have to happen. I can say, okay, you know, I'm powerless over the situation, but somebody else I know can help me. Yeah. And it can be a friend. It just, yeah, it creates a brotherhood, you know? Yeah, I've never gone to 12-step programs and been like, fuck, I shouldn't have come here. (laughs) Fucking wasting my time. It's always like at least nice. Yeah. At best, incredibly helpful. And at least like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got, and this year my program got real small, so I didn't have any of the tools I was needing. Like I had no tools. I was just like holding on and our podcast, it was just more about like helping people and being involved in people's lives. And I just felt like disconnected at some points. And, uh, and I should have just talked about that. Like why I feel disconnected. Well, I've watched your thing about the, why you got sober thing. Yeah. And that's like one of your very popular clip of yours, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what. That's what people like about you, man, is that you don't understand. You're like, if you were like a logo, you'd be like a guy just carrying a bunch of shit around. (laughs) Oh, like that guy right there on the wall? Yeah, that's like you, but like you're like, I don't know what, but it's like feelings. It's just like emotional (laughs) shit and discomfort and like you're walking around like I don't know what to do. Peach cobbler. Where can I put this down? Fucking matches, (laughs) fucking fireworks, like like, uh, a bunch of clothes, (laughs) like wet clothes, like the dryer broke and you got fucking... You just take clothes out of the washer and you're looking for like a place to set them down. You're just carrying a bunch of shit around looking for a place to set it. (laughs) And you can't figure. And that's your appeal. Yeah. That's like, and people, and watching you struggle is the emotion, is like the fun of it. That's the, like, not the fun of it, but it's, it's fun to watch a guy who doesn't think he knows what he's doing, but you do know what you're, you like, you, if you talk it out, you'll be okay. Yeah. I just quit talking it out, man. I yeah. just didn't have a place to talk it out. And then everything, uh, not everything, everything's good. Everything's okay. But my head started to swirl that everything was, you know, just a lot of negative things came in. And, um, and so then I just wasn't in, uh, I was living my dream and not even enjoying, uh, Trying to say not enjoying it, but I felt like I was just, it was, a, I was just scared. I don't know. I just felt fucking scared. And it was a huge, just a lot, just a lot of changes. Like, well, that's the other thing people don't realize about uh, fame or success or something. It is isolating and it's a little scary because you're like, fuck, uh, it's like having a superpower somewhere where you're like, fuck, like people know me now. Just the shit, it's just different and it's less human. 
It's less human, yeah. It's less of a human. It's less of a normal human experience. Like even fame a thousand years ago was like everyone in the tri- well, everyone in the tribe knew everybody anyway. But right. like you got a little more respect. You felt like oh, I'm I'm the shaman and people think I'm cool. Yeah, right? I'm the rock thrower. Yeah, right, yeah. I throw. I'm the fucking ro- charge of rocks. Yeah, I'm the guy that fucks and it's that one yeah. guy at night by the fire. <laughs> yeah, You're just like, huge yeah. fucking yeah. like big ass. Yeah, I'm uh, the guy that sleeps. That would be yeah, my guy. Yeah, yeah. man. Uh, I'm the rest. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so. It is so when you get in these situations where, and then we also think like famous people are kind of full of shit, so or they're phony or they're like putting it on. So it just it's it it's a lot of weird. It's just a lot of weird dynamics. Yeah, which is why I it, it eats everybody up. Oh, you see it, yeah, and I see it in a lot of these AA rooms and stuff like that. You see a lot of people and. And that gets scary too. It's like, well, what do what, what type of popularity do you want? How yeah. much do you want? What is, um, it's just yeah, it's just so all of that, just a lot of that coming into my head and just trying to figure it out and not having a lot of, uh, not going to a lot of meetings and having like a lot yeah. of and trust in those things. Um, it's a different, it's a different kind of discomfort. Like it's like a new discomfort. It's a new. It's a new way that you don't understand the world. Yeah. It's like, well, I didn't understand the world before, and I kind of figured it out, or I got out. You escape into this other, like, well, now I'm popular and famous and successful, and then you're in that. You're like, uh, fuck. This is its own fucking ball. It's its own rules and dynamics and shit. Yeah, and I just wanted to feel like myself, and I just couldn't, you know. And so now I'm working more towards uh. And it's not even working more. I'm just trying to just let go of stuff and, you know, kind of trust a higher power and um, and just getting back into my program more. Yeah. And it makes me feel more dialed in and makes me feel like I want to help other people. And and I hadn't had that feeling for like about six months. And it's tough when that was like the feeling that I love the most was yeah. thinking like, oh, there's other people that struggle. And it's one thing I love about you, Neil, is that you always like are good at talking about um, like – and it's not like self-pity shit. It's just like this is what's kind of going on in my head. Yeah. And how it's relating to the world around me. Well, that's you know? the thing that like. And you love that kind of stuff. I love because I don't have any shame about it. I don't have any because I started going with like a therapist when I was like 23. Yeah. So Damn, you're in there. Dude. I've been. I just yeah. stopped. You're like the Larry Fitzgerald of therapy. <laughs> I feel like. Yeah, man. I got dreads and shit. And we have to make urban references. You're the blackest guy we've had on the yeah, show in no, a while. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been a Deon while. Cole canceled. So. <laughs> man, he actually sent me. Yeah. Um, he actually was like, Neil, man, can you go over and fucking. Uh, he said, "Bless, bless Theo." So you know he's black. Um, uh, so uh, uh, yeah, that you don't. I started going, and I just stopped when I came to that conclusion of I had a therapist that was forcing me into uh, relationships, like not not for it. But I went to therapy because I'd be in romantic relationships and be like, I don't really like it that much. Yeah, I'm like. You know, I can do it. I can like robot my way into like be compassionate, be that it like be like uh, the stuff women want you to be. Yeah, and I can do. And some, and I just wasn't alone and all that. uh, Yeah, all of it, man. Uh, And uh, you know, consider emotionally like uh, uh, intuitive and oh yeah, what's going on? Yeah, like listening and like oh yeah, and um, and I didn't love it, right? And 
and she was like, I, you know, so I would just force my way. I, I tried to force myself to feel more comfortable in relationships I wasn't really supposed to be in. I wasn't in love with the people, but I didn't know that. Mm. And finally, like a year ago, I was like, hey, what if my role on earth is not to be a husband or a boyfriend? What if that? And she was like, well, I just think you'd be happier. And I was like, but I don't know if I will be. Right. And I want to feel okay. Right. Instead of always having this fight. Yeah. Like even the idea of like, I'm w- looking for someone to complete me. Right. No, I'm complete. Complete. I'm not an asshole for saying that. I don't want to feel like I'm looking out the window. Like, is she here? Yeah. Like, no, I'm maybe someone is for me and I'll meet her and it'll be great. You don't want to hear Goo Goo Dolls and have hope. You know, yeah, man, yeah. It's like you're like yeah, I'm like, over she's that. She's come. Yeah, yeah. I, it's not even. I don't have hope. It's just right. Not hope, but not uh, not this constant little bit of pressure. Like it's, yeah, a, it's a like, pressure. Yes, it's a pressure, and I feel like women feel it too and won't admit to it. Imagine they, how much they feel it if you're. Yeah, there. yeah. Like that, they need to be a certain kind of way to get a guy to like him and all chosen this kind of. And it's like it's my version of cutting my hair like that, where I just was like. I don't want to feel like I'm I'm just a boyfriend. I'm a I'm an unsuccessful boyfriend. Yeah. Or I'm a I'm a I'm a failed husband somehow, even though I'm not. Like and that's been a huge one for wow. me. Wow. Like and so I stopped going to therapy because I was going to therapy for that. To feel like, well, I'll just be a better person and I'll then I'll and it's like, no, dude, it's about the relationship with yourself and accepting that you're fine. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, You're I'm okay. Good. Yeah, You're I'm okay. good. Whatever you are, as long as you don't drink or do drugs, you're great. Yeah. And even if you do, you're great. Yeah. Like you'd prefer not to, but if I could life's long, whatever. Um Yeah. Uh but if you're so I don't have any shame about emotions or uh I just find it interesting. I find it as interesting as as uh basketball or you know what i mean like the shit right. that people like oh i'd love to see that game too oh here's the emotionally unavailable people <laughs> playing the depressed people oh fucking i always thought it. why don't they have a family feud with stereotypes oh, as the fucking group that's very funny yeah that's really funny um <laughs> but no I, yeah. but, okay so i love that i love that because there's these weird normal energies and things that it's like oh yeah my i have if a girls don't like me or if they're not throwing themselves at me or if, or if, if I don't have a girlfriend or something that I'm not okay. Yeah. That you're not, it's a cultural value thing, but, but okay. I'll agree to that for sure. There's a lot of pressure from cultural, like, but also there's something probably inside most of us. And it would make sense that it's not in everyone. Mm -hmm. Just like some people are good at something and some people have or not, but that do you feel like at some point it's a, almost like a, a selfish thing like okay i'm going to like are you able to look at it like that too like am i just i'm not opposed to it that's the thing is i'm not opposed to it i uh i just don't want to feel i think a lot of people are in relationships that they i mean statistically look at marriages those are the people that were sure they found the right person yeah and that's half of those don't work yeah i wish they had like on big brother when they go in that secret room and tell how they really feel i wish they had that right for every wedding uh, you, yeah. I, I mean, that's what I was saying. I, I did a joke the other night that weddings are basically like jury duty. 
for everyone, but you don't get to say. <laughs> like you're like, Man, I got a feeling. I'm not gonna say anything. Uh uh the I don't I I just think most people are in the wrong relationships. Mm. Cause they were like, Well, it becomes this musical chairs thing. Well, like, especially for women because they have a biological clock and they want to reproduce and they're like, fuck, uh, close enough yeah imagine that imagine putting like a damn i mean every woman's vagina is basically like who's that man with danny glover you know what i'm talking about mel gibson yeah but in that movie with hot hot quiz pop pop quiz pop quiz hot shot Remember uh, that? uh yeah it's a uh, lethal weapon yeah yeah they have a certain amount of time before the bomb goes yeah off. imagine having that in your fucking body all the time all dude. the time it's and like by the, the other McVeigh thing about the vagina kind of. is like you we didn't have a baby this month I hope you like blood, bitch. Rat. <laughs> yeah. And then three days of blood. Ugh. Like it's like the Bible. Every fucking yeah. yes, every fucking month. Like, dude, give it a fucking rest with the blood. Because I didn't. Sorry, I didn't make a baby. <laughs> yeah. It's a big deal. Yeah, it's like a Stephen King novel. <laughs> no, it really yeah. is. Like what again <laughs> with the blood? Uh. So. Yeah, so right, like Jesus Christ. I get it. You want to have a baby? Stop. It's bleeding on me. Um, pop pop quiz hot shot is actually from Speed. I don't know if you're confusing uh, uh, Danny Glover with Dennis Hopper. Yeah, I am. Yeah, he sure is. <laughs> That's and what I'm doing. Keanu Reeves dude. with with uh, Mel Gibson. With Mel Gibson. Um, what do you think about that, Nick? About what uh, um, about what Neil said about the relationship thing? Um, I'm wondering like how you ended up dealing with it and like finding. You seem like maybe you just hide it well, uh, but you seem like. You found some contentment, or is I it did. Just that I realization? did find it in that realization. Wow! And like I did that three mic show. The next show was about that. Mm-hmm. The next show was about I'm, I'm good. I'm all right. right. It's despite all the ways that you're telling me I'm not all right. I swear to you, I'm all right. I respect I that. I swear. I fucking swear I'm all right. See, I respect that. I believe you because I know that you look, you like, I've seen over the years how we, you know, we've talked about, especially a lot of relationship stuff and um, about that I know you've gone through the proper channels. I mean, if there's anything are, you're, you're a thinker and an analyzer, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, so I could see. And yeah, I just think that, do you ever feel that pressure, Nick? Like there's this invisible pressure in the world that. A hundred percent. I mean, that rise and grind line you had earlier oh. like it's just i mean i listen to jocko too much so i'm like if i'm not getting up at 4 30 i failed <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for what? i know for what? i know <laughs> yeah for what like yeah there's all we are just do you like it do you like it that's the only thing it's like do you even like when people are are i was saying to somebody they got mad at me but i was like having a good disposition is basically a a six-figure job unbelievable it's a six-figure salary you're if you're happy naturally you're you're doing better than almost everybody yeah and that's the thing that people never talk about is like disposition is the number one commodity it's the it's the most valuable thing in the world yeah yeah, I talked to my sister on the phone, man. She's the happiest girl I know. And they live right by the interstate, like illegally close to the interstate. Like I'm sure <laughs> yeah. if someone who has anything to do with zoning road by, uh-huh. yeah, like like you'll see a children's ball from their yard bounce oh, across so six funny. lanes. Yeah. So it's so really funny. alarming. Homework flying oh, into the expressway. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> Mama. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I'll call her on FaceTime and she's sitting there with her, you know, she's got her two kids and they're beautiful and they're smart and, um, 
and the dog ate the baby or somebody, you know, things are going on. But it's all right. Oh, dude, definitely. <laughs> yeah. But, no, you know, Theo, yeah. we're not going to, we're just enjoying ourselves. And they're having a blast. Having dude. a fucking blast. So and I'm envious. Every time I talk to her, I'm envious yeah. of the fun, just like the hat. I'm like, man. Yeah. Like that's, and mm. that's the, the, like, literally you cannot buy that. Right. You cannot, it doesn't matter how many pot, how many downloads. In order to change your disposition is so fucking hard. And the only thing that does it is 12-step programs. Yeah. I always say the only time I see people change are when they almost die or they go to 12-step program. Mm. And that's the only way in as an adult that I've ever seen people change. Yeah. Like, fuck, I almost died and now I understand life in a different way. Or I go to 12-step programs and every single day I have to like recalibrate myself yeah to this to a a way better value system yes than the one that we're so, uh, all soaking in yeah that we're rising and grinding and fucking like no <laughs> legs and all. eggs yeah, yeah. <laughs> like fucking pro to fucking games yeah. can't stop won't stop <laughs> yeah. and it's just some lady that had triplets and you're like <laughs> yeah like bitch. stop yeah. for a second yeah. just stop lady yeah can't stop, stop. will stop yeah, you gotta yeah. stop <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so I, so that's the thing with the relationship thing is like feeling like it's okay. It's okay to feel the way you feel. Yeah. Quit making that. Yeah. Quit letting everyone make us feel like just cause we don't, we don't have somebody. It doesn't mean you're, nobody else is sitting in the world thinking you're a failure cause you don't have somebody. You, you're still your person. You're still, and you can be a happy person. Yeah. Don't let that be that element. Also have a fucking fun time with have yourself. A fun time, yeah. Have your, it's like I was, I wrote in my notes thing, like, I want to meet someone who's having a funny conversation with themselves. Mm. Like, that's what I'm, what's like, people go, what kind of person you want? Just, are you fucking having a funny, it, do you, when you walk around, do you think funny shit or think interesting shit? Like, that's the kind of person I'd like to meet instead of like a square. Yeah. Or like, like one of us that's having this conversation. But not really. This is a good conversation. No, this is a good conversation. But I mean, but somebody that's living like, yeah, like always, yeah, like an interesting, uh, whatever, like whatever people call this a deep conversation. Uh, it's 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 all conversations should be around this deep. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I get bored otherwise. Or just I've already had it a million times. Well, everything else is just trivia. Everything yeah. else is like, so what? Uh, what'd you get, what'd you eat? Yeah. Yeah, everybody wants to know what everybody ate. What you? <laughs> Come on, man. Like, let's what y'all have? It. Yeah. Let's if somebody says, it. "What y'all have?" I'm out of here, bro. Come on, man. You got to do better, dude. It is so nice though when I'm walking around and my head is having a fun time. Yeah, that's like, the fucking singing. Yeah, hearing associations, thinking about something, making fist bumping a black eye, like a big black eye a at the big, gym, giant black eye at the gym. Oh. You don't even know why you fist bumped, yeah, but he liked it, and you just, liked you it. liked it. He liked it. Yeah. He maybe he knows you, maybe he doesn't. Maybe yeah. he just felt you. Yeah, you're walking off. You're like, I didn't do slavery. I'm good. Yeah, know? I'm straight. <laughs> yeah, just regular white people thoughts. <laughs> yeah. uh, I had a black homeless guy one time say, "What's up, white boy?" Yeah. It's fucking great, yeah, and that. I knew he meant it. I knew what he meant, and I and. He knew who I was <laughs> in that moment. Um, um, so, yeah. Silver bells, dun, dun, dun. Silver bells. Oh, what's that out there on the ridge? Is that Santa? Nope. That's a wallet. The ridge wallet helps you carry what you need every day. 
If you need something, man, you can have it with you. Sometimes you're at home and you're like, man, wish I had money. Wish I had a credit card. Wish I had a little picture of my little lady, you know, a little two by three or whatever, those little wallet size. Well, now you can. Ridge streamlines how you carry cash and cards in that flagship Ridge hitter right here. And also in their new commuter backpack, they want to make the most out of what you're bringing with you. So don't bring like a, you know, don't bring a big knapsack or don't bring a donkey with a bunch of water on his sides. And also, did you know that half the donkey population might be gone in a few years because they are being used now for Chinese medicine? Dude, I don't want that donkey in me. The Ridge is so confident that you don't even have to be. That's how good it is. It's super durable. Heard that? And that's, uh, you can get it now and you can get a discount 10% off. Go to ridge.com slash Theo and use code Theo for 10% off. And just go to ridge.com, you know. If you go to ridge.com, you can get it. And you go to ridge.com slash Theo and use code Theo for 10% off. Enjoy that front pocket carry. Well, I'll be honest with you, I'm going this afternoon to get my butt waxed and also to, um, I'll probably shave this evening. What I'm talking about is taking hair off of my body. And it's, um, there's something very unique about taking hair off your body. You feel like a chef. You know, you feel like somebody that's going to cook up something. Maybe you, you might cook up a uh, corn row or something if you put enough hair in a pot and know how to use the utensils. But what I'm talking to you about is Manscaped. It's number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. So often we think of cutting everything up above and doing nice shapes on our chest for the football season, but now it's time to really take care of that junk area. You know, everybody wants to have that nice-looking wiener and have that really, that you know, that Corvette of, of cocks, but you have to take care of the hair. Manscaped is changing the grooming game. Their perfect package 2.0. That perfect package, you'll find the electric trimmer called that lawnmower. You know what I'm saying? This thing ain't gas-powered. I don't put gas near my crotch. It has waterproof skin-safe technology. And it'll protect you from nicking your sack. You can create less mess by trimming in the shower, sexy boy. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code THEO, T-H-E-O, at manscaped.com. They got that perfect package 2.0, includes that chafing anti-chafing boxer briefs as well come with a pair of man panties for you and also they do an anti-chafing ball deodorant 20 percent off in free shipping with the code theo at manscaped.com i've been taking care of my crotch now it's your turn you tried uh you tried some unique therapies well first you try. We'll do that, and then we'll talk about Shanghai. Yeah. Could you yeah. just got back? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you tried some unique therapies. Um, yeah. And um, and I want for to depression. hear about that. Yeah, yeah. for depression. For and depression. I, I want to so, hear about that electromagnetic one. Yeah. So I tried. I when I started going to therapy in twenty when I was twenty three, uh, they put me on Zoloft because they, they me said, too. How yeah. great was it in the beginning? Amazing. <laughs> Bro, I could drink nine gin and tonics, dude, and not get drunk. <laughs> yeah. I liked it. Uh, I liked it for like a decade, though. Oh, wow. I was good. I didn't. It wasn't yeah. a drinking thing for me. I just liked it. I liked it. Oh, yeah. I loved it, bro. I could yeah. get up early. I felt yeah. good. 
You would you last longer when you had sex? Oh, I wasn't. Oh, I'd last longer when I jerked off for sure. Sure. Yeah. All right. Same thing. Um, definitely. Uh, way definitely, dude. Yeah. Because uh, you were always looking to last longer. When yeah. You were yeah. Off, right. Yeah. You wanted to save. Oh no, dude. I'm definitely at a certain point. It's like Jesus. This is a Come on, man. What? Who is this yeah. for? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one who's. I'm gonna have the orgasm. What are we yeah. making it last for? Yeah. Uh, it's like my uh, what's that Greek guy who's pushing the ball up the hill? Sisyphus. But, yeah, it's like this is my yeah, Sisyphus. Like, yeah, why am I? Yeah, uh, where you're looking for just the right thing to finish. Oh, yeah. to? You're like, what? You, just finish, dude. I used to press my buttle against the corner of the counter right when I'd come. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> yeah, I believe that because you couldn't. Make when I was that young, bro. When I was young. Yeah, great. Yeah, and you just go. I don't know. So when people judge other people for what they're into, it's like I used to press your butthole against the counter. Against yeah. linoleum, so and it was linoleum too. Of course, it was Theo. Um, um, so, uh, so I, so I did that for a while, and it worked, and then it just stopped working. But like after a decade, so then I started doing other shit, and none of them worked. Other pills. Now, but okay, so Zoloft, then you tried other pills, and none of them worked. Yeah. Uh, so then I just, I think I went on Reddit and and typed in like alternative depression. <laughs> Damn, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, what? Next you thing ended up you know, sleeping in the washing yeah, machine exactly. at night. Uh, next thing you know, no. So they, no, they had. Uh, there was a thing called TMS, which was uh, transcranial magnetic stimulation. Right. That's the we- the thing I like. People make fun of Reddit, but it's the only place. By the way, Reddit's the reason podcasts work. Yes. That it's unorganized organization. It's like it's off the grid, but on the grid. It's like an alternative way to do shit. Mm-hmm. So it's this, it's what podcast is to radio. Reddit is to the internet or society. Um, and transcranial magnetic stimulation. So it's basically like a tapping thing. It's a, it feels like tapping, but it's a magnet. It's an MRI beam stimulating a part of your brain. That's uh, known to cause depression. I did that for it's 45 half hour sessions. I did that consecutively, like, right? Uh, over like a month and a half, okay. basically like four days a week. Did that four years ago, and it worked great. Then it worked great. I stopped taking Zoloft. I felt really good. Wow. I was on nothing. Um, Fuck, yeah. bro. I was, I was more emotional, but it was still, I was good. Yeah. I was like, I'd cry kind of without warning. Like, yeah. like I would get just like quickly upset. Uh, and... Then I someone gave me HGH because oh, I'll yeah. fucking try anything. Oh, yeah. I don't give a fuck. I'm like, yeah, HGH, sure, why not? Oh, fuck yeah. it. But it was like a bad formula, and it was like a cream. So then I started Damn. having panic attacks on stage. You're on HGH, the cream. <laughs> yeah, I was on the clear. I was on Barry Barry Bonds's fucking like protocol. The SPF milkshakes. Yeah, it was. Yeah, now. that's funny. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. So I started having panic attacks on stage. I was wow. like, fuck, this is not good. I had panic attack the night before I did my Netflix three mics thing. Yeah. So, uh, and you talked about this on one of the specials. You talked about the trans cram. Yeah. Um, yeah. And three mics. Yeah. So, uh, so, so th- I did that and then, uh, it started having panic attacks. So I was like, ah, fuck, I guess it didn't work. So then, uh, I went back on Zoloft and I still felt good from the, tra- the transcranial, but, uh, you know, I'm always looking. I'll do anything. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't have kids or wife or anything. Right. So, um, so you, uh, I, you did the show in Shanghai, and I'm always looking to just travel. And do, I'd rather go to to 
Tokyo than like uh, Milwaukee. Right. Just it's like more interesting, right? Yeah, definitely super unique. Um, and right before we go, I just want to uh, what did anything else that you tried? So, oh, I also tried ketamine. Ketamine, the uh, the drug, right? Uh, but that they do that clinically now for depression, and I didn't like it. Other people liked it. I just didn't like it. Mm-hmm. It didn't work for me. Um, so, so, so you did a show in Shanghai. I texted, and again, I also do Milwaukee. But if I'm just gonna do, if if I want to go away for a weekend, I'm fuck it. Um, so I go to, I go, I text, I email you. I said, what's you did a show in Shanghai? Who's the guy? And he was like, yeah, I do a show in Shanghai. But also, my brother is a like neurosurgeon. And he's very involved in the transcranial, the TMS community. Oh, wow. And I didn't know that. Yeah. So it's a new thing. So uh, he's like, if you want to do TMS while you're here and do the show. That Chinese TMS, Yeah, dude? man. Jesus. So, yeah, man. So last week, I did that fucking Chinese TMS, bro. <laughs> wow. And I'm in a Chinese hospital in Shenzhen, China. <laughs> yeah. And I'm getting so the first time I did TMS was here, but his brother's got this brain mapping software where they can see what parts of your brain are communicating well with other parts of your brain. Mm-hmm. So they basically found that the back of my brain, mm-hmm. which is the serotonin center, wasn't communicating well <laughs> with the rest of my brain. Oh, damn, so I got fucking zapped in the back <laughs> and on the right side. Oh for four five basically 10 sessions a day for four days straight jesus christ yeah. dude i and went and did the damn thing now man. you can sew a fucking sweater with your tongue i, mean, I bet yeah damn, fucking dude, i'm crazy. i'm fucking i'm on that fucking that uh unlimited shit yeah. i'm on the unlimited plan right now i'm fucking did you feel that what, what, what happened i feel good i i, I don't want to do the thing where like i'm in love right. i don't i'm just like i feel good i think it's better but I don't want to. It was elective. It wasn't <laughs> like I was like I couldn't. I'm just like a zombie in life. I I want. I'm trying to optimize my, trying to optimize my fucking life. Yes. To feel good, not to produce, not to rise and grind, not to uh, make a bigger profit than I did last year. Just feel good. Have a fun time. Yeah. Enjoy myself. Do weird shit. Just do. Go to Shenzhen, China. Go to Hong Kong. Go to fucking. Shanghai. I love hearing that, man, because sometimes I forget that that is the goal, that that the goal is to feel good. Sometimes it's like I know it. Originally, I knew it. Yeah. But sometimes then I forget that that what an important goal that is. You know, it's like these all these other kind of ways to say it and ways to like, uh, you know, replace it almost get put in there. You put it, uh, you organize it. It gets organized in a way because you think about when you're like 10 during the summer, right? Oh, yeah. What, what were you trying to do? You just get up, just try to get some shit popping. Dude, yeah, yeah, dude. Just try to, to, in short, just try to get some shit popping. Yeah, yeah. Try to put your sandals on. Dirt bike yeah. around. Fucking, these guys are over there in the at the edge of the woods. Yeah. They're doing some shit. Then you go over here, you get some candy. You get, And you can keep doing that. Yeah. Just in a different way. Yeah, yeah. Just you just can do it. In a, you work and you do all that stuff, but just see what else is. Just get some shit. What do you like doing? Do that. I like doing stand up. Here's what I realized I like doing. I like doing stand up. 
I like directing commercials. I like uh, writing jokes and talking to black people too. Talking to black people, of course. Uh, and I like just like just fucking fucking around, watching shit on the internet, going on the online three hours. You like you're kind of a little bit of a Magellan on the uh, mental health front a little bit. I mean, it seems like yeah, you're nobody some talks things. about it. No, and that's the other thing is nobody talks about it. Yeah, and I don't have any shame. I don't think it's any weirder. I don't think that having depression is a weakness. I don't think it's any weaker than having tendonitis. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just like, I don't know. Let's see. I'll try to treat it. I'm not going to make it like, uh, I don't, I'm not trying to make it a heavy thing. Yeah. But I, whenever I see you, I try to talk about your feelings or your emotions. Like, cause dude, that's the thing. The reason why that clip of you is popular is cause everyone wants to talk about it. But most places, it's kind of like, uh, you know, I'm sure after shows you have as many people that just like you because you're funny and 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 quirky. And then there's also people that are like, hey, man, can I talk to you about such and such? Yeah. A lot of people come out. A yeah. lot of people are struggling. Yeah. yeah. I didn't realize that. Uh, I guess I, that so many people are having tough times. But then I look at all the people that are dying of meds and dying of this and that. And yeah. I'm like, man, people really are struggling. Yeah. Do you think that one of the reasons a lot of young men are struggling um, is because just like the way we've changed from being like really like limbic, like things we need to do, hunt, get milk, get honey, get, you know, Meet, yeah, you know, attack stuff, do stuff, be there, connected to the earth, and then now we've become this separate sort of just. It's almost like we're just like a strong thing. That's we're house cats being contained. Yeah, we're indoor cats now. So it's fucking scary. Well, yeah, it it'll make you start to, you know, well. We're in a, it's a, these are all luxury problems. Right, right. Yeah, no, they're luxury problems. Like, uh, I, yeah, I'm not yeah. saying it like, yeah, I'm not in a complaining. Class way. Right. It's the, this goes from the poorest every American Ameri- to the richest American. Yeah. Most of our shit's taken care of, our basic needs, right? Yeah. And if you our, don't want to do shit, you can just fucking let the government give you money every month. I mean, yeah. it's like you you can, you can get taken care of in this country. Yes. So once you've got your basic needs taken care of, then you start, getting philosophical right and start eating away and like am i pleased right am i happy as much as we're i'm shitting on the our conversation like no be, it's but true it's a, but a problem that's what a i'm problem. wondering are we but, a side effect but a problem is a problem it's right if your problem is i need water today or your problem is or my I, brain doesn't feel good today yeah it's, that's still a problem yeah and i think i would that what i do is i try to treat it the same way i treat it i'm hungry which is i need food i need some i'm gonna do something to treat my brain right i'm going to fucking china bro yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got them good zappers over there oh, damn, yeah. i'm going to china like that i honestly that's that's kind of my thinking yeah like we're set up enough that we can just even if you work 60 hours a week that's still you still have a lot of you still have a decent amount of free time yeah. like that you and what do you want to do with it T- treat the rest of it like the you're hunting just what are you hunting for yeah if it's you're hunting for answers there's plenty of shit you can do there's plenty of shit you can listen to plenty of books you can read plenty of 12-step stuff you can meditate you can pray you can there's so much shit you can do that's not like 
yeah, there's a lot of new therapies out there. Things are coming out all the time. There's new yeah. ways that people are thinking. You know, there's podcasts, people to listen to, people Absolutely. to share, share what's going on with them. Yeah. Um, what was China like? Did you think, what did you think of the Chinese? Be honest. <laughs> Man, I wasn't going to be honest till you yelled that at me. Yeah, well, okay. I was like, I had a bunch of lies in the chamber. Oh, dude, yeah. Uh, 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 I, here's, I like, here's what I'll say Chinese women were better looking than I thought. Okay. Because I think that they get a bad rap. I think the Japanese women get too good a rap, and Chinese women get don't get enough uh, props. I respect that. Thank you. And uh, I've never been into a communist country before. So what I found really fucking crazy uh, was that they don't really tell you anything. There are rules that that are given to you. There's no legislation. Mm-hmm. There's no government that you can lobby and get a law. They just make laws and they make rules and those are the rules. And the other thing is sometimes they enforce them and sometimes they don't. Mm. And they don't tell you when they're going to enforce them <laughs> and when they're going to not. Wow. And that's fucking scary. That's scary. So I was doing a show in Shanghai and I said, are there things I shouldn't talk about? And they said, don't talk about the three T's, Tibet, Taiwan, and Tiananmen Square. Those are, the, those are the touchy subjects. So I was like, I don't really have anything to say about those things anyway. Now, they are putting Muslims in concentration camps. Are they? Yeah. Uh, the, they're called the Uyghurs and uh, like millions of them. And so I did a joke about that. A lot of Uyghurs in Detroit, you know too, I mean? dude, to be honest with you. Um, and uh, so... Now, so, so, so you made so the fucking I made a joke about that, which I was like, and, the, and literally a black woman came to the show and was like, "Better go ahead with that shit," in the front row, like, "Don't fucking, they will fucking right. wrap you up." And by the way, there's no due process, so if you get arrested, we'll let you go and we let you go. The judges are just people that just were like. I'm not going to say they were just guys that were hanging out at the courthouse, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's close. Like if you just have seniority. You'll get you become a judge. You don't have to have a law. Wow. So education. they're all just actors, almost in a not actors, but they're all just kind of pieces of this apparatus, dude. Right. There's also 1.6 billion people. So as much as we go, man, it's like, how? What kind of parent would you be? Yeah. If you gotta put, you gotta lay the law down. But Brian was telling me this thing where they, you don't have. To, there's no real regulation there. So people will build high rises oh, yeah. i saw some of those things <laughs> without without, <laughs> without ski without they don't tell anyone yeah. they just own the property and they're like yeah we're gonna build it and then if you don't know the right person brian was telling me they 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 there was a place that had there was a high-rise building like a you know probably 100 units whatever they but they didn't talk to the right people mm-hmm. so the government <laughs> Said, hey, uh, residents, go to a spa this weekend. We're going to put you up at a, this place. You got you to leave the building for the weekend. We're going to do some repairs. They knock the shit down <laughs> with all their shit in it. <laughs> just with like, because yeah, awesome. they didn't know. They just, the people, the people who bought <laughs> the apartments didn't know that the fucking landlord didn't clear it. So all their shit's gone and there's nobody to talk to. <laughs> right that's crazy that's crazy yeah so so it's almost like 
But then, the, and there's cameras everywhere. Everywhere, dude. I don't know if you noticed. Ev fucking everywhere wow. on the street. But there's no crime. Yeah. Or very little crime. Hmm. So it's almost like there's 10 human rights. There's 10, like, human like We'll call them human rights. And every country goes, all right, we're going to pick five of them. Because hmm. here, there's not cameras everywhere. You're not, like, you get your face scanned when you go to China. Yeah. So they could, they if they thought I was a problem, they can just follow, they just do the thing, where's the face? The face is here, the face, they can track me. That's crazy. Right? So here, you're not tracked, basically, other than Google and Facebook. The government's not tracking, too. and Dateline, of course. Um, if you're really about your shit, Dateline will come. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, yeah. And uh, here, you're not tracked, but there's, you might get shot at Walmart. So it's like, it's, it's a, a 50, 50. Yes. It's like, which, 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 uh, human rights do you want? Which, which qualities of life do you want? It's a great man. There's a, it's a, it's a great, uh, you know, when you put something next to something else. Yeah. It was really interesting. Like I found it fucking fascinating. Like, wow. Because you don't feel as much like a human over there. Or you don't feel as much like an individual at all. And they don't seem like individuals. That was one thing I noticed. A lot of the Chinese people, they didn't seem like as much individuals. Everybody almost seemed like, okay, this is where I'm supposed to be right now. This is where I'm going. It seemed like, and I'm not saying that. That's a, also a value system. Like they, their society has never been. By the way, Americans... That wasn't a th individualism wasn't a thing until like a hundred years ago. Wow, because it's good for capitalism. It's yeah. like good. You're gonna express yourself and you're gonna right. sell shit. Buy and all the move shit. Fucking merch and yeah. fucking. You got everyone's got their merch table like in in the world in the in American society. So there they don't even value like uh, no. We're about family and togetherness. So that's the. It's another thing where like you get to be an individual. But then you end up that guy at what cost? Yeah, walking around <laughs> just feeling uncomfortable because you're not in a tribe, but you are. You are an individual. Yeah, there you go, man. So you that bought is it. what you. <laughs> this is what you wanted. You Your sister's it. happy as fuck. Yeah, yeah, living by the interstate with a bunch of kids. Yeah, because she fucking loves her kids, and it's great. Yeah, like so. It's just a. It's and there's a down. There's a downside to everything. Yeah. And that's the downside to to being here is that you just feel a little disaffected. Yeah, the way we built things, it's uh, it's yeah, it's a little bit more commercial. It's a little bit more individual. You need to stand for this. You need to do this. Look how fucking alone you are. Then yeah. later, then they sell you all the books, how to be unalone. <laughs> it's like Jesus Christ. This is all the yeah. What about the movement? What about the no? Well, yeah. yeah, no, that too. But also. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now yeah. this. Yeah, now this. Now that we sold you this, we have another pant we have another <laughs> program we want to sell you, which is undoing the first program. But that really is as much as it's a joke, like that you feel alienated. Oh, it's exactly what goes it's yeah. Yeah, I found in China and I was also shocked in Shanghai when I was there how many how few European and Americans were there. I didn't see very many at no, all. It's th that's what I told somebody. It's not only do they not speak English. It's like they'd never heard of it. Yeah. Like, they don't... Like, what? I mean, I had a guy... You get in cabs, and they <laughs> don't speak a fucking word of the, wor of the words <laughs> you speak. They don't know any of them. I had a guy... You would have loved this. Uh, the, uh, so I get in a, like, a kind of cab where the guy's like, one, 
100 which is like eight bucks he's like one and i was like all right cool like kind of a chubby like 30 year old chinese dude it was gratifying because you just go to these Chinese and you know you're right. Whereas here, if you say Chinese, everybody used right. to say Chinese for all Asians and now you're racist. Yeah. But there, you just got some Chinese guy. You're right. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, but uh, so I get in the. So he takes me to my hotel and he goes, uh, two. And I go, oh, like, all right, motherfucker. I see where you're going. I see the upsell. Yeah. He, and he goes, uh, I charge you double. He like literally heard that in a movie. <laughs> yeah. I charge you double. Like he, he just turned on like a cat, like a fucking evil character. So then I'm like, all right. Like I almost wanted to record him saying it again. Like <laughs> so, I give him two, and he goes, "Okay, it's cool, man. It's cool." Yeah, nice. Like he just was taking things he'd seen in movies <laughs> and, <laughs> and just played them back to back. Yeah, uh, that was. Awesome, but he didn't speak any. That's the English he spoke was from. Movies. That's great. Yeah, was I charge you double and it's cool. A pop quiz on Yeah, that's what he. That's what he knew. Uh, so I enjoyed it in that it was a it was a illustrative of it put America in context. Right, it put American life in context, which I w- appreciated. Now, do you think it's? I found it interesting. Like here, it's like everybody come here. Everybody's welcome here. You're ever, but then there, it's not like they're like you can't just stay there easily and just. It's not like I don't know if that's true though. I don't. Uh, I have a ten year visa. Do you really? Yeah, you to can China? apply for a ten year visa. They can. E- you can either do like a six month one, and people are like just mm. get a ten year one. Because, hmm, yeah, I've had friends that are that work over there as teachers and stuff like that, and they, uh, they've just said that it's extremely hard. But, um, dude, I was shocked at uh, just how few uh, – anyone outside of Chinese people I saw there, white, black. No, yeah, there's Latinos, no – Latinos, Mexicans. Yeah, yeah, there were no – they just wear – how? People, it's, people don't want to go – people don't want to go to fucking China. Yeah. It's not a tourist spot. A little bit, but I'm not. I'm not dying to go back. I will, but I'm not. And now Hong Kong's fucked up too. Yeah, they're fighting. Um, I did a show in Hong Kong, like the night, like during, and I. It was like my buddy sent me a video walking home after the show, like through a fucking zone of bricks and chaos. Like it's fucked up there. Yeah, and and I didn't realize like they're fighting for. They're a, they're basically a democratic government, and China's going like no, not anymore. So people's lives are going to be fucked up. They're gonna they're gonna be in that system where, like, no, you're going to jail, and there's no, we'll let you out when if if we get around to it. That's gonna get itchy. Yeah, no, if we get so around, that's yeah. what they're fighting for. Like, and I get that. Like now that I've seen how shit is, or my understanding of how shit is in China, I'm like, yeah, I would fight. I'd throw Molotov cocktails too. Yeah. Because it's what's the alternative worse, like significantly worse. Yeah, of not ever, fe- yeah, not feeling human. Yeah, I started to feel like people there, at a certain number of people, you start to realize that it, things seem very much like ants almost. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, at that number, that it is like ants. Just watching everybody, like even when I was on the trains, yeah, the zoning, you see somebody build something, no fucking windows, never put a roof on it, <laughs> fucking disappear. Yeah. You're like, what just Yeah, happened? what happened there? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, shit next door. Like, did you go to Hong Kong? Insane zoning, nuh-uh. I, the, the, it's, there are 70-story buildings this far from each other. Yeah. 
Like <laughs> there's just a walkway <laughs> between them. And you're like, this is you could it. This is fucking crazy. And China, I'm sure, is worse. Like I didn't really walk. Around. I walked around a little bit. It it actually reminded. It looked like. Have you been to Saudi Arabia? Uh yes. It looked like. It felt like I've never been to Saudi Arabia, but those like four <laughs> lanes both ways. Oh yeah, yeah. But it was like sad, kind of Vegasy, like Las Vegas Boulevard. There was a lot of that in Shenzhen. Yeah. <clears throat> in yeah, Shanghai there's a day. lot of that when you're on the train, you just see stuff. It's like, oh, did somebody start something here? It never happened. Small like little towns, just tons of buildings, but no windows, nobody living there. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Something. Or maybe they are. Yeah. You don't know. They yeah. could be living there just not great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not having a great or maybe they're your sister. Yeah. The Chinese version of your sister where they're living there and they're having a I, blast. I couldn't tell how happy people were there. That's one thing I couldn't tell. And that's one problem I've always had with a lot of Asian cult people, really, if I'm real honest. But like I just can't, it's hard for me to read their vibes because I don't really I didn't I don't have enough of an experience of mm-hmm. being around a lot of Asian people to know if they are like happy or unhappy. I also think it's the the value thing. That what is is that even a Oh, I see what you're saying. Is that even like, are like they even a, thinking about that shit? Yeah, is that even a concern? Like yeah. is Bobby Lee happy? Mm, that's a good question. I don't know. It could be a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> is Bobby Lee happy? He gets enough rest to be happy. That's for sure, dude. <laughs> I mean, you talk about doing. I mean, all he does is play video games and sleep. Bro, his car. You see when he hit Sam Tripoli's fucking car? No. He hit Sam's car yeah, recently because he plays off Candy Crush on a tablet while he drives, which is insane. <laughs> And his car has so many dings, and it's been so many accidents. Oh. But one day, yeah, he just T-bones Sam's car in the back parking lot. <laughs> he, he got out of the car while it was still in drive. That's yeah. how it hit Sam's car. We may have the video still. Yeah. He, oh. what? The car was in drive, and he just like had his foot on the brake, and he stepped out of his vehicle. And did he watch it hit the car, or did he try to get back in? Mm. I don't know. His whole body feels like an ass cheek. I realized the other day. At, you're absolutely <laughs> it's right. It's, nice. it's shaped like yeah. it is shaped like a smooth ass cheek. Yeah. The front and the back. Oh, somehow. yeah. Somehow. Yeah. He's got like he goes. It it's, does this on the front and. And amazing. he always says he's Korean. I'm like, who fucking cares, bro? You know what I'm saying? Dude? How are you not getting this? Can you back it up? The, this was after. The oh, this is the aftermath. Yeah. How are you not getting this? <laughs> but yeah, you see his car. How did you call? How did you kill? Y'all fucking sorry. I'm pressing. I'll pay for it. Triple. I like how he said he'll pay for it. Like it's like yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm a magnanimous person. I'll pay for it. Like no, yeah, of course you're gonna That's pay good. for it. That's hilarious. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like that is it is. There's a there's there. It's a stereotype, but like there does seem to be a stoicism to Asian people generally. Like, but it's not. I don't think that that's. A, I think that they're uh, if especially if their parents were immigrants or their second generation. It's that they just. It's like they're here to achieve right and improve their lives and like emotion and uh, i don't care that's not a concern yeah like, emotions i wonder if emotion is more of a white thing maybe i mean it's it's yeah it's a i also think like as much as your 
I think it's okay. I think some people right, are more okay. sensitive than others. <clears throat> right. You're a sensitive guy. I'm a sensitive person. Yeah. I think that there are sensitive. I think Bobby's sensitive too, <clears throat> but he just doesn't. He just is like doesn't shoving it and punching it and like uh, just like I think it's okay to be sensitive. Yeah. Uh, it's it is. I yeah. It's an elective. It's a it's a it's a luxury item. For yeah. certain people, but I don't think that I think you've been sensitive since you were dead broke. Yeah, and, yeah, and it probably felt that, and you thought it was because of that. And it's like, no, you're just like that. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good point too. Just realizing some of that, some things are disposition. Like you said, yeah, and I'm okay. All right, sorry to interrupt this episode, but this is something that really can help lift you up from the inside out. Sometimes the outside is not a place where you can really get lifted, but the inside is, and I'm talking about uncommon apothecary they have cbd oil and cbd elixir and cbd is from the hemp plant but it's not that it's not the part that gets you all bent out and you you know you're just having chips at your house or watching tommy boy cbd it's it's not like it's sister mary jane it contains less than 0.03 percent thc you won't get high but it will stop you from feeling low Several double-blind studies have shown CBD to reduce anxiety. It's also been shown to alleviate depression as well as pain and inflammation. Unlike so many so-called CBD products on Amazon and other sites, all Uncommon Apothecary products are third-party tested to ensure quality and consistency, and the results are posted right on the site. Also, they have pet formulas, so you and your best friend can get all CBD'd up, CBD'd up together and watch a movie, maybe like Babe, Pig in the City. Head over to ua-cbd.com today and use that code, T-H-E-O, at checkout to receive 15% off and see why thousands are switching from prescriptions to a more natural alternative. Again, head over to ua-cbd.com today and use code Theo at checkout. To receive 15% off. For every item purchased, Uncommon Apothecary will donate $1 to local homeless shelters. Thank you. If you're like me, you like to smell nice and well and healthy. Sometimes maybe you'll get a put a pimper, pimper, pimpermint, peppermint in your mouth and then tape it to your back of your shirt collar in the, on the inside. Get that natural... Uh, pheromone that minty pheromone that ferrament smelling good is very important that's what i'm trying to say and what i'm also trying to say is hawthorne has a new way to help you smell really good hawthorne cologne is very unique in that it has a quiz on their website you can take it or have a loved one take it and it will help you figure out which scent is right for you and your style you don't, you don't want to leave the house wearing barbecue if you're going to a funeral. But you don't want to leave the house wearing uh, um, embalming fluid if you're going to a family picnic. So let the Hawthorne Cologne Quiz help you out. It's a two-minute quiz, and Hawthorne tells you the two colognes that are best for you, one for work and one for play. It's risk-free with free shipping and free returns. Check out Hawthorne at Hawthorne. Dot com. That's Hawthorne with an E, H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E dot com. 
and use my promo code Theo to get 10% off your first purchase. Quit deciding what you smell like. Let the specialists help. Hawthorne Cologne. Hawthorne with an E dot com with promo code Theo for 10% off. And now back to the episode. Yeah. Do you think that you're having an old dad? What do you think that, how do you think that affected you? Um, I think it made me a lot of shame when I really look back at it a little bit in some ways. Sometimes I think genetically, like, do I have real old genes, you know? Yeah. Like if I'll rest or if I'll be real, you know, if I'll lay down and like kind of make a name, say something real loud or like, you know, talk about God or something and lean back in my chair or something like that. Like my dad used to do that kind of stuff. If, uh, um, yeah, I wonder if my genes are just real old, you know, I'm not that great. You know, I'm not bad at sex, but I've never really been like a real, I'm kind of like the Indiana Pacers of sex, you know? Go on. And so it's like, yeah. Like you make the playoffs. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. But it's not, you're not going deep in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. You're not going past the first round. No, I'm not going Since past Since Reggie that. Miller left, yeah. it just hasn't been. Yeah, and even then we were just shooting three-pointers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, boring, slow pace. Yeah. yeah. Just not getting up and down the court. Yeah, hopeful, good, wide audience, but not you really. have a You do have mm. interesting sex habits, right? Yeah, I just for me, I think it's all, a lot of it just has always felt like a little bit uncomfortable. I kind of have that perversion that came from like watching a lot of pornography, and then just just the interaction, the, the connection sometimes has always felt... Like, I don't like having a woman sleep over. Like, some of those things make me extremely nervous. Like, just. Well, sometimes, I mean, it's, you know what the, it's a real obvious thing to say, but it's, it's real intimate. Yeah, it is. It's real. I mean, even if you're just talking about like, their face is right there. Yeah. Like, you're just fucking faces to fuck. Like, we're both here. Yeah. Especially if you're not drunk. Oh, yeah. It's, it's really like Nikki Glaze has been doing a whole thing about having sober sex. And it's like that's for children, man. Sober sex is for children. I've always thought that <laughs> if you're going to yeah. fuck sober, bro. Be young. Be dog. 10. Oh, yeah. Dude, be 10. Be 11, bro. By the way, I this is I got to an argument online last week. Do you know that there's no minimum age for sex? Two eight year olds can legally have sex. Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? It gets into illegal, legally stuff starts happening when you turn 16, then you actually can't, then you have to start being responsible. (laughs) (laughs) Then you can't fuck. And nine year old can legally fuck a six year old. Wow. If they're both consenting. Right. Damn, that's great. Isn't that fucking mind blowing? But once you turn 16, then you, then you have like, you have a license basically. And you can't. You you can't go below sixteen, or you can go below. You can go three years below. Yeah, yeah, that was a big thing when I was growing up. Like seeing if somebody was three years older or three years younger, you'd always hear things and people dating. Uh, yeah, you always had that dude that would pull over by the middle school and he drove already and he'd come back and see his fucking girlfriend and <laughs> hand some McDonald's <laughs> over the fence. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. dude, this one guy fucking handed somebody. He drove like this banana yellow cutlass and he handed some fucking McDonald's <laughs> over to the fence to his girlfriend who was easily about thirteen years younger yeah. than him. How did did she look? Was she <laughs> yeah. good? Look? Like was she, she was thick, mature? Bro. Yeah, she was thick. Yeah, but they they misplace that for age a lot of times in rural communities. You know? Yeah. Like damn, look That's how old how, she is. Well, it's, it's like, like a, it's old. like farming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she's a va- she's. 
she's ready she's ready she's ready it's like there's grass she's a cat she's not a calf anymore yeah so let's let's go yeah let's play ball <laughs> let's get a fucking family pack of runts and fuck yeah um, um so so yeah that's the uh but this dude floored at one time he was trying to show off and his whole uh catalytic converter just fell off the bottom of his car and i just remember being you know about cars absolutely hilarious not that much i know about catalytic converters and i know about pouring like a little bit of gas up there in the carburetor if that bitch won't start is that is that that's true? an old trick yeah and i like i liked cars better when it was just like the engine and the motor you know i don't know the difference <clears throat> I don't know if I do either, but I think one of them is the transmission. You, you lifted up the hood. There was two pieces there and that air filter thing. There was the crank. Yeah. Because you're from 1940. <laughs> yeah, I know. And you'd spray WD-40 in that fucking air filter and let that bitch. I don't know up. shit. Like, that's yeah. where I don't feel like a man is when car stuff happens. I'm like, I I don't know. Well, now you drive a fucking. Well, now I don't need to know. Yeah. You drive Elon Musk fucking. Yeah. I just plug whisper. her plug her in. <laughs> yeah. Um, y'all got a outlet that's way but that is nice is it just well yeah just go like i don't need to know i just i only go to the gas station to wipe the for the wipers yeah fucking great and it's weird yeah i guess feeling emotional and also then feeling i guess feeling like emotional about shit or talking about that kind of stuff but then also feeling like a you can still feel like a man you like i still do like you know i'll do like insane shit at the gym and do insane training and i'll fucking probably endanger myself a pretty good amount of time you know, I think Do you, you work out still. Yeah. I just started getting a trainer, really getting pretty much into it. I'm trying to start taking some Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah. So yeah, just to have like a, it just seems so cool. It just seems like a, just to have another circle of camaraderie. Really? Yeah. I, it's also boxing. I did like Thai boxing in Thailand one time. I was like, this is fun. I could see Throwing being a Thai combination. He's got that physique, doesn't he? Yeah. Throwing sharp, combinations sharp is yeah. like. That's fucking fun. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> yeah. mm, uh, duck. Ha. It's fucking fun. Yeah. And just being able to know that if somebody attacks me and they don't know Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, that I would know enough couple of tricks to be able to. Now, the hard part is not doing it all the time in conversation. <laughs> oh, right. Because that's the thing. Just start. Like, yeah. bro, did I, I learned yeah. a thing today. Yeah. And you fucking... I'm not, uh, no disrespect to Brian Callen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He always does that. The second things get uncomfortable, he puts somebody in a headlock. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, I could see the, the thing with me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't want to be one. Of, it's like when you start working out and you, you're flexing for people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I used and to you're do kidding, that when I was but young. you're not. You're not kidding. You yeah. Some girl, right when she would touch your arm, you would flex right before. Yep. Oh, absolutely. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. So. I'm glad that you, and thank you for not posting workout videos. Oh, yeah, you bet. I try not to, but ever since Crystalia does, sometimes I think about fucking throwing one up. We can't fall for it. I feel like Kevin Hart started this. Oh, did he really? Does he do yeah. it? Yeah. He started, he would, he shows, a, he does a lot of training videos. Does he have writers probably for his jokes and stuff now? Kevin? He has the guys who open for him, the red plastic cup boys, but they don't, it's all based on shit that happened to him so it's not i don't think he has writers really i think he maybe they go maybe like a tag here and there yeah but he doesn't have writers as far as i know um he has people that he's with though yeah how are you doing are you did you figure out how you're gonna do your special Uh, i'm not sure yet still not sure well we we don't have any offers really that i feel like are you know that i feel like are 
the move, really. Part of me thinks about shooting it and just putting clips out onto YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just putting the stories out on YouTube and putting out an, a CD, you know, yep. an album, just owning it. Yep. And then, um, but then possibly doing Netflix. They're going to come out in uh, December. <clears throat> on come December see 10th and see me, yeah. And um, so I think, you know, they might, there might be an offer after that. It's yeah. just also a time schedule of when they have room. Yeah. They said it might not be until the 2021. So then that makes me think, well, at that point, I might as well just put some clips or something. Like, I want to have some fresh stuff out there and also for me to just, in my brain, to start to move on. Yeah. Because I'm already building, like, a new hour. It does get kind of tough uh, doing some of the same stuff. Like, jokes kind of have, like, a point where they're, like, at their peak. You know what's fun? Uh, Chappelle used to say jokes are, like, tires. Mm-hmm. Where it's, like, the, just the treads wear out. Yeah. And he's right because when you first it's that disappointing thing when you have a good new joke that first two weeks that shit is fucking popping Mm -hmm. fucking like they know the audience knows it's new yeah it's like having money at the mall oh it's the best the new joke i would say is like finding money it's like and then and then after two weeks it'll settle yeah it'll just go to like all right this is what this is gonna get now from here on out and then after a while it goes down another level and it's to your point getting shooting a joke at the right time filming it at the right time is like you don't want to wait too long yeah because something about it even if they haven't heard it it just doesn't have the the fucking energy yeah that's kind of what i'm realizing too it's like and a lot of this is just learning as you go it's like that's the tough part it's like man i wish some of all this stuff i already knew it but you know, but that's my experience, and it's just, you know, and also... You can also shoot it now, yeah. and, you know... I, the, the great thing is, if you're already writing a new hour, the good... the You have a... you There's a hundred cities now where you could sell out. Right, that's the thing, too. It's hard to stop. It's hard to stop going to cities whenever you have an hour that people haven't seen. Yeah. Because it's... Segura, I feel like, has toured this hour for so long, and it's it's legitimately because they there's cities he hasn't gone to. Yeah. And he's probably tired. Dalia said he threw out like 40 minutes on this tour because he was doing the tour so long that he wrote new jokes and just replaced the other ones. Yeah. So he could have gone back to some of the cities with a new hour on the same tour. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm feeling like, well, shoot, do I just keep adding places? Because I've been touring the same stuff for almost a year and a half. I mean, it's definitely evolved and Mm -hmm. changed, but... And there's new stuff now I could put in, but I'm like, I don't know what to do. Do I just start putting in new stuff? I'd and- save it if I were you. I'd save it and just start a new tour because it seems like Bert did that. Bert's got it. Bert just finished one tour and he's starting another one. Yeah. Um, I would if you have a new, more time. Fuck it. Like if you have new shit that's not topical or like it's not about some shit that's happening now. It's if it's just a story or fuck it. Yeah. Like and then just work on that on the during the week and then on weekends do the do like the sh- the tour show yeah um yeah it's a, i think i think that's the i think also yeah this year i got tough to trust in my instincts and knowing like what was the right thing to do and like you know different things were coming in and i'm like is this right i don't know what to do you know uh, yeah just a lot of fear this year i think it made everything tough it made it like i was all ready to kind of shoot my special at christmas and then next thing you know it was like oh well, there's a bunch more cities you can go to and you can you know, and you can make money. And then it was like nervous making money. I felt like, what do I do? What do you do with money? 
Not that much, really. You know, I do Postmates. You don't have to do anything. That's the thing. People think you got to do something with it. You don't. Yeah, I really haven't done anything. Yeah. I mean, I do Postmates more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fucking, you order the shit out. Oh, dude. I get these tacos twice a week, probably. (laughs) And then what else? Yeah, probably not that much. Honestly, I don't like going to shop for stuff, and I don't like doing that kind of stuff. I don't either. I don't like, like, stuff. It just doesn't mean that much to me. Like, I don't, like... People take pictures of their shoes, and I'm just like, eh, yeah, I could, but I don't know. It just doesn't. I don't. It doesn't move me. Yeah, it doesn't move me. So I don't. That's know. good what do in I terms do? of like you probably won't be broke. Yeah, pay my mom's rent now, and that's got to feel awesome. It's nice to know she doesn't have to worry. She works hard. She's like seventy seven or something, and she still like you know delivers stuff. And um, uh, she, yeah, uh, it is nice to know that she can take the day off or something if she wants to, and yeah. not have to fucking. Think about paying something. That's got to be. It's pretty yeah, cool. That's got. That's like, got to feel outstanding. Yeah, it's you tough because our relationship's like a little about tough. It. Yeah. What's the? How's the relationship? Can you talk just, about it? I never. I. I've always had a tough time hearing my mother. You know, I felt like. I don't know. I just have always had a little like. Uh. uh I think. You know, sometimes I think the reason I do comedy is because I wanted my mom to laugh or something. I was young mm-hmm. and I couldn't get her to laugh. Yeah. And so I, it like spun out into this weird thing where that's what I was doing, you know? Because I remember my dad laughing all the time, but I never met. I At no, you? Yeah, or just or laughing. Just in general, yeah. Yeah, just laughing, just having a good time. A good, having, a good, having, yeah. having a good time. Yeah. And then I don't remember my mother having that at all. And I think there was always like this stress that she was stressed and I couldn't do anything. You know, I was just yeah. so incapable. Uh, that's the, 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 I've seen study, a lot of comedians is about making your mom laugh. Yeah. That's a big one. As much as it's like, we're sad clowns and all that stuff. It's a lot of it's sad children, children of sad moms. Yeah. A lot, <laughs> honestly, a lot of times that's the formula for comedians. It's that should tr- be a club. Yeah. Children with sad moms. My mom's not sad. My mom is, uh, I always felt like there's like plexiglass between us mm. like ah like i want a fucking more of a connection and we just can't get there yeah like we just can't it just doesn't that's not she doesn't know how to do it yeah she's a good mom she yeah. was like did the you know like like attentive and all that stuff just emotionally and that's the that's another generational thing where my mom's 85 so wow. Yeah, like, I don't, she doesn't know, like, emotion. The fuck are you talking about? Yeah. like Yeah, we can't really think about that kind of born stuff Born in anymore. 19, she's born during the Great Depression. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. 1933, like, I don't, her Who mom died when she was three. Wow. Like, she got split up. Like, yeah. one of her sisters went to Ireland, and then they couldn't pick her up because of the war. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we're not coming I mean? this like, week. What? Yeah. We're not coming this week because yeah, of those U-boats. Because of Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine that, though? All the time, especially on Unsolved Mysteries, you see all these families just got split up. We yes. had four kids. We couldn't afford it. The orphanages took yeah. it. Just like, like my, her, my mom's mom died, and then she had two sisters, maybe three, and each uncle took a different one, or each aunt took a different one. But meanwhile, Jesus. the dad was still alive. They just were like, yeah. Yeah, we're not leaving Fucking him with the a dad. Guy. That's insane. Yeah. This is a- <laughs> they'll, they'll be dead in a week yeah, leaving yeah. with a guy. <laughs> so they went to the aunts, and then the dad was like, I'm getting ready. 
And I was like, Mom, how long did he need to get ready for? And it he never really got it together. Wow. Yeah. And then he remarried like his maid. Just crazy fucking 30s and 40s shit. Uh, but so, and then I'm like, where's the feelings? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but why is there plexiglass? Because of fucking Hitler yeah, yeah. and the Great Depression. <laughs> that's why, you fucking yeah. child. <laughs> Yeah, that's a thing. Spoiled brat. That's what I realize a lot of times too, man. And I think about that too about myself, man. I'm just a fucking brat. Like, yeah. At some point, it's like, fuck. I also have to realize, look, dude, you have to just fucking take care of yourself. You have to find a way to do it. You can't think. At a certain point, you can't think about all this shit too much. It's a it's a life's a plan of a program of action. You got to take action and and get yourself feeling good. You got to get yourself doing something. You have to just get going. You know, um, yeah, it's crazy to think sometimes that, yeah, our parents who probably had no, whose parents to them probably didn't teach them much about emotions or anything at all. The Rockefellers probably had emotions, bro. They they were fucking all out of their minds too. Yeah. They, like the Rockefellers. Doing like, coke. Like, no, the Rockefellers parent John Rockefeller's dad was probably a fucking coal miner. Yeah. There wasn't, well, you know what I mean? Like, they, there wasn't, like, crazy, like, three people were rich. Yeah. Everybody else fucking lived in Appalachia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not literally, but, like, there was no, like, well, there was a robust middle class. I don't know. <laughs> Life was fucking brutal. Everyone's shit in an outhouse. Like, even if you were, there was, there's this book called Sapiens. It's really good. But they were, the guy was saying, like, there were French French, like the king of, we live better than the king of France from 1700. Wow. Wow. The king of France from 1700 shat outside. Damn. No, in, didn't have heat. He had somebody to carry it out there for him. I yeah, bet. yeah, no, Pete had help. <laughs> yeah. He didn't go and buy him by himself. Uh, but like, he didn't have a fucking, there was no indoor heat, no indoor air conditioning. There was no, he, no car, no, like nothing. So no ice, no ice, Theo. Jesus. So so uh, we have it good, but at the same time, it's not perfect. Yeah, damn. Yeah, you'd have somebody whose body temperatures was a little lower to blow on you all day. <laughs> yeah, like just a mess. Yeah, bring in the coolant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would blow on it. Yeah, like we don't. We it's hard. But problems are problems. Problems are relative. Right. Problems so as are relative. much as they didn't know, they as didn't much know. as you are like. As much as it's still, if they were alive today, they'd have the same problems we have. Yeah. Which is, I don't feel quite right. I don't feel, I feel isolated. I feel alienated. I feel emotionally. I feel whatever. All the things that we deal with. That's our version of shitting outside. Yeah. Yeah. It's our version of shitting outside. And the problem, but, the, but then the, the part that we can control is how do we, what do we do about it? Yeah. Take an action or not take an action. Yeah. And I think, yeah, for me this year, I just got caught in a place where I wasn't. Everything else was too much, and I wasn't able to focus on that at all. And so now I'm like a little bit back to focusing on it, and it's definitely getting more manageable. Um, Nick, you had something about donkeys. I have to text my sponsor real quick, or he's going to fucking. <laughs> yeah, we had, we had a couple news stories. One, you guys talked about China a lot. The uh, world's donkey population is set to uh, be halved in the next five years because it's a uh, good <laughs> traditional Chinese medicine that uh, is being used. It's estimated that 4.8 million donkey hides a year are used for a gelatin-based medicine uh, that the Chinese use. Well, the thing that, I don't know if it was in the news here, they're also harvesting organs over there. 
In China? Yeah. Well, you'd have to at a certain point. I mean, anything becomes like a, everything becomes a food. You know, here we call it a delicacy. They're not eating them. They're prisoners. They're killing prisoners mm -hmm. and taking their organs. Damn, bro. Damn. <laughs> you don't have to do what, that. Video. What video game is this on? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Yeah. There you go. Harvesting organs. China Resort. Harvesting organs. Oh, but dude, for transplant. Look, here's what I say. If the guy's in for life, take his fucking liver, bro, and give it to somebody who can use it, man. I think we could get a lot more out of our prisoners sometimes. That we're underusing them? That's there. It's a great resource that we're not. Yeah, the guy is in there with two lungs and somebody, you know, we got somebody who's going to die of cystic fibrosis. Fucking pull yeah. an airbag out of that cat and throw him into somebody who can use it. And you're willing to go on the right. This is going to be. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is going to be your platform for running for mayor. <laughs> sorry. Uh, hold on one second. It's fine. Uh, yeah, no, they're harvesting organs. It's not great. Yeah. Despite what Theo thinks. Well, I'm not saying everybody gets an organ. I'm saying that, you know. Do you believe that rich people should get them first? Because no, that's but I you know, know that's, that's what's happening. But My sister got a liver. And, uh, and it was definitely at a certain point we're like, oh, what do you mean? This person, somebody else is getting in before yeah. us. Yeah. But that's, it's cool that they're kind of, they kind of, it doesn't matter how rich you are. You can't, the, the donor, the list is the list. The list is the list. And you can't, how did your, is, did it take? Yep, it took. She got it when she was like 14 and she's got that. Yeah, she has to take anti-rejection medicine because your body's always like, this thing isn't yours. You know what's funny? Uh, that's almost like what AA is for you. Like you have to take your anti-rejection medicine. Yeah. Like you have to, like your body's like, this isn't right. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, and you're like, no, body. We have to go. That's what I remember going to. I used to go to Al-Anon, which was like for not drinking. It's for being in relationships with alcoholics and drug addicts. Yeah, and uh, and um, you. Yeah, alcoholism's so bad. There's two programs for it. It has a program for if you just know people <laughs> yeah. who who are it. Um, they, uh, but that's I realized like, no, I gotta do this all the time. Yeah. I have to do this. I ha I can't. This is a chronic set of uh behavior on my part like from from my dad was an alcoholic so just you build your brain in a certain way and you have to undo it yeah yeah it is it's a, and it is it's a daily thing it really is man it's like i know if i get up and do my meditation and i do my uh gratitude list and i call other guys that are have the same problem then i will i have a better chance of having a better day mm-hmm Instead of... Um, Do you call people every day? Getting up and thinking about myself, yeah. I call people every day. The other two I've struggled with, but now I'm getting a lot back. I've been really just focusing on it, really, especially the past maybe month, trying to get back into did it. You, when you <clears throat> didn't feel grateful, did you not do a gratitude list, or you would just write, like, fucking just stare at the paper? <laughs> Some days, yeah. Well, I just couldn't feel it. I would write it, but I couldn't feel yeah, it. Yeah, And that was the worst, man. It yeah. was like, God, I want to feel grateful and i just and then just traveling a lot doing the shows and stuff it was just hard just getting yeah. on and off of planes and waking up here or there and not knowing what was going on had being halfway through a sentence sometimes like i'm so happy to be here in and thinking in my head what city is this yeah fucking alarming bro. it's hard but that has to do with just wear and tear like that if you don't know what city you're it's hard to remember when you're you look at the schedule and you're like i'm going there then i'm going there and then i'm going there and you're like I don't even know what week it is half the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You ever have the thing 
where you don't know what period of your life you're in. You ever have that? Like where you'll be like, did I, have I started podcasting yet? Where you'll be on the 405 or mm-hmm. the you'll be just driving and you'll mm-hmm. be like, where? I have it sometimes where I'll go wow. to a city and I'll be like, have I done? <laughs> what period of my life am I in? Yeah, am I 28? Am, am I 28? I... Yeah. I'm 40? What? <laughs> like, all right, did I do that yet? Am I a comedian yet or did I still, <laughs> am I still not a comedian? I don't fucking know. Uh the um yeah the gratitude thing is it's hard that i do you travel well uh i travel pretty well but then yeah this year everything just got a little bit too much it just was it just got to be too much like you know? air travel fucks me up oh yeah it's bad man it's really tough on your body and it's tough on you over a while too yeah you know i've been doing it for 15 years traveling doing touring so it's like and this year was just the most it's been and it was just and it was just it kind of caught up to me and I started taking uh, one thing that was the worst for me this year. I didn't realize was I took Propecia. Ah, dude, I wanted to kill myself for like a month, and I had never felt that way in my entire life. And it was because of that, bro. I had no idea, and I got off of that, bro, and everything started to get better. That's crazy. It was. I don't crazy. think we. That's the thing about that. They talk a lot about the pill and how it fucks up women's bodies and it absolutely does but the people don't talk about propecia very much as like this thing guys do that's purely for to look good yeah and it fucks people up like it fucks there are ways in which propecia fucks people up i've never taken it Mm -hmm. but i like hearing that i'm not i've heard that shit before or you have erectile dysfunction or there's just a bunch of problems yeah just trying to hold on to your hair yeah yeah and it, and then what they say is even with the erectile dysfunction so what it messes up is your libido so that's why the side effect of that is your erection right but for in some people but when it messed up your libido for me it just messed up that mass whatever masculine energy whatever wee bit i had left you know it fucking just crippled it so dude it was just like Bro, I had some of the scare. I, I had never felt. And so I threw that in this year. And it was just like, man, it was just, fuck, bro. It was just, that shit was tough. And I'm so glad I realized that. Minoxidil makes a pill that's a less dose. Um, and they also say you can take half of a Propecia. And this won't happen. But um, but Minoxidil makes a pill as well. And, and, and it, now I take started. that and I don't have any side effects. Yeah, great. Yeah. I feel. Yeah, that's significant. Yeah, it was so scary because then it was just at the time where I'm like, fuck, is am I just completely falling apart? Am I just losing my mind? Yeah. And no, you were just trying to hold on to your hair, man. Trying to hold on to my hair, man. That's all. Simple guy. (laughs) Just a simple man. That might be the name of this episode. Um, I got to go meet my sponsor, man. Yeah, of course. Uh, Thanks so much. I love talking to you, man. Yeah, me too, man. And I really like, really appreciate it. I'm really happy for you. And uh, it's cool. I'm happy, like, you were fucking hilarious, dude. Thanks, bro. And, and, uh, and I'm happy that you're, that people realize it. Thanks, man. Yeah, man. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate you coming on, and, uh, yeah, I love how you always have new material, and, um, yeah, you're a hard worker, man. I really admire that about you. Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah. All right. God bless. Now I'm just floating on the breeze, and I feel I'm falling like these leaves I must be. Cornerstone Oh, but when I reach that ground I'll share
Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jonathan Kite, and welcome to Kite Club, a podcast where I'll be sharing thoughts on things like current events, stand-up stories, and seven ways to pleasure your partner. The answer may shock you. Sometimes I'll interview my friends. Sometimes I won't. And as always, I'll be joined by the voices in my head. You have three new voice messages. A lot of people are talking about Kite Club. I've been talking about Kite Club for so long, longer than anybody else. So great. Hi, sweetheart. Here's a deal. Anyone who doesn't listen to Kite Club is a dodgy bloody wanker. Jermaine. Hi, I'll take a quarter pounder with cheese and a McFlurry. Sorry, sir, but our ice cream machine is broken. I think Tom Hanks just butt-dialed me. Anyway, first rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Second rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Third rule, like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or watch us on YouTube, yeah? And yes, don't worry, my Brad Pitt impression will get better.